Whoa, Brando! Like, we have a new show now. Yeah, Nate, it's crazy where our journeys have taken us. Yeah, life is crazy, but, uh, what exactly are we gonna talk about? Comics? Taken. Wrestling? Taken. Video games? That too. Politics? Too boring. Shoot. Doctor Who! Too British. Yeah, fine. What if we just riff and tell stories about our life experience? That's just crazy enough to work. How does uh, every other Friday sound to you? Dude, I'm down. Guys, check out our new show, The OGs, only on the Journey to Comics Network. Following, following the following is a journey into comics. 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 Network. 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 Production. Production. What's up, everybody? You're listening to Podcastrophy. You can find us by searching Podcastrophy on all of your favorite podcasting platforms like Podbean, iTunes, Spotify, and more. You can also find us at journeyintocomics.com. We drop a new episode every single Thursday. Be sure to subscribe to Podcastrophy to get the show and exclusive content. We record each episode live every Tuesday around 5.30 Eastern Standard Time, and you can watch that on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Just follow Podcast on any of those platforms, and be sure to chat with us. Also, be sure to check out the Journey into Comics Network and all of its amazing shows. Now, on with the show! Jesus, motherfucker, do you speak it? <laughs> What's up, ladies and gentlemen? This is Podcast Fee, episode 101. That's 101. I'm your host, Dick. Tyler's not here. Matt's not here. It's just you and me, Miranda. How do you feel about that? I feel pretty good. I always like doing shows with you. Mm-hmm. It can be fun. They, they tend to be fun. They tend to be pretty popular. Yay, people love me. <laughs> <sighs> yes. Yes, they do. You're very, you're a very likable person, lovable person. How are you today? You had a rough day. I did. I had a really easy day. No, mine was shitty. I mean, it sucks because work, work keeps cutting us short and it's, it's so hard to sit because we've already, all we have to do is like clean things. We've cleaned so much and and there's nothing left to clean. You can only clean so much. Yeah, I get that. (laughs) And when... You've already cleaned everything there is possible to clean. And then Second Shift also does that, which they don't, by the way. Uh, so why are they even running Second Shift if you guys are going home early? So it, it, we're going home early, so Second Shift can come in and run at least some. So they're not working a whole shift either? No, they're not. And they're basically everybody's just going home on their shift too. Nobody's really staying that we can tell. So if they are, they're also cleaning or hopefully cleaning. So we come in. And we had to clean some more, but they cleaned and we cleaned and it's just, it's just extra clean and we can't do anything. 
So now we got to find stuff to do, and it's really difficult to do that every single day. I almost wish I had a job like that sometimes. I don't think I've ever had a job where there's not nothing, there's not something to do. Yeah. I've always, well, I've always been in the medical field, so there's always something to do. Yeah. I mean, this isn't the typical. I know. Like it has happened a couple times since we've been together. It's it's, but... it's happened a couple times. It's it's all about production needs. Like, but here soon you'll be working all the time. I bet. Oh, absolutely. Especially with the way we've been down, like things are gonna change. That's what Matt said. Matt said that you guys are building up to living there again. Pretty much. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Uh, so which is good before Christmas because we've had so much downtime and we're we're very behind schedule and we are like the sole producers of the Outback in the world Mm -hmm. so like we're so far behind that and we didn't have any scheduled saturdays until october that's more than likely going to change loki hair in my mouth way to go yeah that's more than likely going to change we're going to live there and uh make that money yep birthday's coming up i'm ready for it christmas coming up i'm ready for it yeah so i've been going home early you're kind of on a new schedule not really I mean, you're, you kind of are. No. You told your boss you didn't want to, you only want to work so many days because of the kids. Yeah. I mean, I requested these two days off since school started. Mm. Yeah. I put in a request oh. for okay. Monday and Tuesday because the babies went to school yesterday. Yeah. Want to talk about that? Sure. What do you want to hear? Talk about it. I don't talk, know. Talk about their first days of school. It was emotional. Yeah. She cried. He cried. I cried. We all cried. <laughs> it was an emotional day. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I I knew Maverick would cry. I feel like I'm repeating myself to you. So it's going to be awkward. That's okay. Telling you this. Tell the audience. That this. you already know this. They don't know this. So, <clears throat> Nazira, I was shocked that she cried. Well, first, I had a plan to walk her down first and then him. But we got in there a little bit early, so they made us go to the cafeteria and wait until they called. Okay, Loki. <laughs> <laughs> there was a gnat. I was trying to catch it. That's why it went by me. I was like, we need Loki down here. But, uh, so we went to the cafeteria and waited. And I, my, Maverick was excited the whole way to school. The entire way. He's like, I'm so excited. Yeah. The moment we walked in that class, or the cafeteria, he clung onto my leg. And then I sat down in the lunch chair and he got behind me and, like, choke held me. Like, he got his arms on my neck and just, like, held tight. I wouldn't let go. So, of course, they didn't do it how I planned on taking her first and then him. They called kindergarten first. I'm like, shit. So, we walk him to his, well, I walk him to his classroom. I don't know where Michael, he, I don't know what he was doing. So, I take him to the classroom. He would not let go of me. He wouldn't sit down. Finally, I was like, sit down. I'll take a picture for Moo Moo Papal. He sat down, but hit his face. Yeah, I saw the picture. Yeah, I didn't want to post him, but at the same time, it was the only one I had of him at his desk. Yeah. It was, it was sad. And I got I got teary-eyed. And I saw Michael start walking by. And I was like, wait, I want to go with her too. So I told him. I said, stay here. Mommy will be back to check on you. You know, put your bag away. So walked down to her classroom. She's so excited. Well, he didn't have his bag. That's right. Because it got left at school. Yeah, that's right. For open house. She had her bag. So we walk into her room. I was like, go find your name on the hook. Put your bag up. And then I said, go find your desk. Because I don't remember where I sit. I said, well, go find your name. So I walked over to her desk, set her down. I walked over to her teacher to give her the letter saying that she's going to be parent pickup. And next thing I know, Nazara's like right behind me, squeezing onto me. She looks scared. I was like, what's wrong? I said, let's go sit down 
she looked like she's going to start crying. So, again, I don't know where Michael was. He was talking to somebody. And I, I walk her back over to her desk. And I sit her down. I was like, you're going to have so much fun. I said, look, they had a picture, uh, like a first day picture to color. It was a little boy and a little girl. And I said, look, you can color it to be you and Maverick. And I was like, you're going to have fun. And she starts crying. Then. And she goes, I can't. And then that broke my heart. So <laughs> I started crying. And then finally, Michael walks over and was like, what's wrong? I was like, she's crying. And I'm crying. <laughs> finally, I got it. I felt so bad because I told her, I will be back to check on you. I shouldn't have said that because I couldn't go back to check on her because they had already closed the door. And <laughs> You the, betrayed me. Yeah, you yes, abandoned me. The first fucking thing she said to me when I picked her up yesterday was, you didn't come back, Mommy. <laughs> she remembered. I was like, they wouldn't let me. <laughs> I felt so bad because if anybody's going to remember it, she's going to remember yeah, it. Yeah, of course. Uh, but no, so then I walked past, or I walked with Michael. We were going past Mavericks, and I looked at him. I said, if he's not crying, we're walking by. If he's crying, we'll stop. Sure enough, of course, you saw his desk. It's right there at the door. Yeah. Sure enough, I go by, and he's fucking hyperventilating. <laughs> Nobody's talking to him. The teacher's not talking to him. He's just sitting there. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck. So I raced in there. Is my mom in there? Why, why, wouldn't the te- why wasn't the teacher talking to him? I don't know. Like, That's what I said. This teacher's not as heartfelt and warm say, as Mrs. Mash. She's more, let me just get to what pissed me off. Like, why was, why wasn't the, like, why didn't the teacher notice that this kid's clearly not having a good time? Yeah. And he was the only one not, or he's the only one crying. So she's just saying, and I was like, no other moms were in there. I know they were getting ready to start. I'm like, fuck it. I'm going in there. So I held him. I said, you'll be okay. I said, I promise you'll be okay. I give him a hug and a kiss. I said, I'll pick you up. I start leaving. Of course, I'm like crying. And he runs to the door and the teacher's like pushing him back. No, no, no. And she's like, okay, one more hug. And she let him hug Michael and let him hug me. And as Maverick's screaming for mommy, the teacher's like, we got to go now and shuts the door in his face. And I'm like, you bitch. (laughs) Broke my heart. (laughs) Tough love right there. It was was necessary. It was, but oh God. And of course I cried all the way home. And then all I did last or yesterday while they were in school was of course look up like Babies growing up poems and like all, all these quotes, <laughs> like a pathetic person. But it's it, it did. It made me cry every time I read these quotes. I cried because it's so true. It goes by so fast, and I feel like just yesterday they were be tiny babies, and like I see memories pop up on. Well, of course, one memory was a cute little uh, video of Nazira singing Frozen when she was like two, and it just it's. So crazy. But today was a better day. I walked in. No tears. Michael, or Michael, Maverick willingly sat down, let me leave him, and it was all good. So much That's better. Good. That's good. Do you yeah. remember your first day at kindergarten? I do. I cried. Yeah. I wow. cried. Wow. I cried because I left my boxes of Kleenex at, at home, and I thought I was going to get in trouble. <laughs> and I did. Yes. I, that would be it. I left. I left my boxes of cleaning because I don't think when I was in elementary we had open house. Like no. We, we bought our. We brought our school supplies the first day of school. Yep. And I remember we were bringing out. And this, I remember. I remember it was a traumatic day, <laughs> Claire's day. Uh, we got everything, and I left my my Kleenexes, and I cried to my teacher. And I remember in my classroom they had this little room, like. I don't even know what it was. It was a little room inside the classroom, like a private room. And I remember my, my teacher's helper taking me mm-hmm. in there and talking to me and saying, it's going to be okay. And this was a half-day kindergarten. But, uh, yeah, 
See, I did. I, cried. I I don't remember my first day at all, which is Probably crazy. It wasn't traumatic. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It was just a normal nope. normal day. I mean, I remember kindergarten. I remember uh, some of the things we did in there, and I remember I, like my room had its own bathroom, and that was really cool. I yeah, Nazaris had its own bathroom. Mavericks uh, doesn't. I remember. Do you remember like the letter people? Yeah. What letter person were you? Oh, we didn't get you assigned. Dress up? No, oh, I'm well, talking about like when we were learning yeah. the letters, we had, like those little balloon yeah. letters and there'd be a video or something right. with them. Which they do uh, that The here. first letter we learned. Do you remember your first letter? No. You don't go in order? No, for some reason we went like just really weird out I of order. I don't know if they go in order either. I don't know. We, we started with M. <laughs> M for Miranda. <laughs> yeah. The sign. <laughs> no, I don't remember. But no, we had, we got to dress up as a letter person and mine was B. I chose B. Gotcha. And uh, my mom made a shirt with B buttons. B for bleed. <laughs> Men's B. Uh, no, B for buttons. <laughs> gotcha. But no, don't you remember last year when I, Desire picked L? I did her ladybug. Yeah, that's right. And they did a parade. But uh, yeah, it was exciting. I had something else I wanted to say. Oh, I think it was in first grade, not kindergarten, when we did the 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 bear with the corduroys, wore the corduroys. Oh my god, what was yeah, it? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> the gingerbread man hunt. We did that, but um, gingerbread man hunt. The uh, yeah at hmm. Prairie, and I think it was first or second grade, or maybe it was even kindergarten. They had the I gingerbread to... man. I went to Hillcrest where we did normal things. Oh, we did fun <laughs> activities, okay? And yeah. they had to go around. There was a gingerbread man, cookies baked somewhere. Did you uh, ever? Did you ever have like that one dude that's like really like big into like dangerous animals and all that? Come, like there's this guy. We always had a convoca- convocation at least like once a oh, year. Oh yeah, when he brought snakes. And yeah, stuff. yeah, and the, and the Gila monster, and he'd been on. He would always talk about how he'd been on Oprah. Portable, that book. Okay. You don't remember that? I remember looking at it, yeah. Oh, okay, anyway. Yeah, I, I remember that guy. I remember that was like one of the highlights of my year every year was seeing that that guy come. And and the cool thing about like that was uh, for some reason like they allowed parents to come to that at our school. Huh. So like my dad would come and watch with me, and that was always that was always really neat. Oh shit, we got Ryan Cornwall in here. Hi. Um, w- welcome to the show. Chat us up. You know, or come here and crash this. Who cares? It's fun. We got beer. Yeah, we got beer. Um, no, I love convocate convocation. Is that what they called? Mm-hmm. That sounds so bad. Like I remember there it. was like, like a few years ago. I for whatever reason in my head I was trying, I was trying to find that word. That word. It sounds weird saying it as an adult. Yeah, Convo- I was trying to find that word. Convocation. Like, that doesn't sound right. I was like, what did we call these things? Is that what it is? And I couldn't, I, for the life of me, I couldn't think of the word. And then, like, not long ago, I remembered it, and it didn't matter anymore. What is it again? Convocation? Convocation. That sounds wrong. That doesn't sound, like, right. What did you say? That and the guy that did the electrical demonstration. Yeah, the REMC dude. I think that was Kyle Price's dad. <laughs> yeah, we had the guy that came in with the creature. Oh, my God. We need to get a VHS player. Oh. Because... My parents, growing up, they took tons of pictures, tons of videos. I love it. That's why I want to get a camcorder. I freaking love it. Because when I was 10 years old, or maybe 9, I don't know. I hope I was younger than what I actually was because it would be embarrassing. <laughs> oh, God. But, no, I remember we had a complication of this mime. He came, 
And oh my god, it's fucking hilarious. I mimed out everything. I went home that next that or that day. So my parents, hey, we had this mime, and of course I'm this young little kid that wanted to show my parents everything. Mm-hmm. So I fucking dressed up, I put the makeup on, and my parents videotaped me miming, and then it got to be where everybody was miming. My parents were miming, the kids, the Tater and Colin were miming. It was so much fun. Ah, we need to get a VHS player because we have so many funny videos. Yeah. Ugh. I'm sure they're not hard to find. Let's get one. Or find on the internet. My dad was buy. just talking the other day about getting one because there was a video he said he wanted to show somebody. I don't remember, but oh my God, I totally love growing up having all those memories. Ryan says, welcome to 2019 where we don't need camcorders. No. He's right. We have our phones. Yeah, but see, the problem with phones is nobody fucking takes the time to get them off of your phone and onto something. With I like the DVD camcorders where mm. you can physically have that copy there because face it we're busy people we're lazy we're not gonna well, fucking I mean, go put that on our phones nobody takes the time you're right because we can just up the 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 main way we view things is through like facebook or youtube or our phones so we upload it instead of putting it on physical i know media. but I, like i I have, so, I mean, basically you're saying you're one of those people that no one – that doesn't take the time. I, I Because I don't have the time. Yeah, that's true. Well, that, that, like, so, I, getting a camcorder, which all are digital now. No, there are still some DVD ones. Very few. There still are. Uh, and they're very obsolete. Anyway, <laughs> I wanted to – like, I try to – there's that free Prince app, which I used to do it all the time. I need to do it more where they – you pay, like, shipping and handling, and they send you so many – like four by six pictures a month or something. I need to do that more because, again, my parents took tons of pictures, and that was back in the day when you had to go get them developed. Yeah. So there's, I mean, you haven't even seen half of the photo albums my parents have, and I love that as an adult. I know there are people out there, Tyler, that don't like pictures, <laughs> but I like the fact that I can show when my kids get older pictures of when I was a kid. Yeah. Other than scrolling through, because uh, not everybody likes to scroll through pictures on, like when like computers and stuff. I like. Oh, physical. my mom has a million photo albums too. So, so. does my mom. Oh, you mean physical albums? Yeah. I thought you meant the computer because now she's got tons on her computer. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know how much she does uh, physical pictures anymore. But yeah, she has like a million albums of. She she has like a couple albums per child. And there's four of us plus all the other ones. Um, what was I gonna say? Yeah, I I definitely miss like getting the little disposable, getting disposable cameras. cameras and taking around. Like you can ask Ryan. I would I would take him to school all the time and just take a million pictures and go get them. I don't know if they held a million pictures on that. No, <laughs> usually roughly about 30, 20, 20 to thirty. I, I if we go through one of those totes, I guarantee I can find some from like seventh and eighth grade. Good stuff. Back when Ryan was fat. That right. Cheers, buddy. <laughs> No, we do need to go through those totes, though. <sighs> so, yeah, it's just you and me today. Just you and I, me and you. Me and you, you and I. <sighs> so, you had a rough day. I did have a rough day. My car blew up, basically. It's still running, though. Thankfully. <laughs> no, like, okay, what do you say? said Mr. Anderson's class got us started on that, developing pictures. No. Uh, that was like, that was high school. But yeah, he goes destroy that footage. Um, yeah, that was high school. I loved, I loved the photography class because they actually taught us how to develop 
pictures. It's over there. I know. <laughs> what are you drinking over there? Hold on. I don't have my oh, yeah. You don't have your microphone. She's drinking Ace Pineapple Craft Cider. Delicious. It's all natural. No sugar added. Don't know the ABV of it. Oh, uh, 5%. More it's than delicious. Like. It's delicious. It is. Um, yeah, I had a bad day. Dropped the kids off of school. That went well. Halfway home on 26. And this is what happened. So I was in front of, or behind this big semi that was going slow. But of course, at that time in the day, it's super fucking busy on 26. I had Kaylee behind me riding my ass. Smoking a cigarette, by the way. Hilarious. Riding my ass, kept trying to fucking pass. And every time she tried to pass, there was a car coming. Well, I was getting fucking sick and tired of her riding my ass and the guy behind her riding her ass that I finally had this chance to pass as a guy. So as I was passing, I don't ride my car hard when I pass. If I have to speed up to pass, I won't pass. I didn't have to speed up. I get in front of this fucking guy and then all of a sudden, pop. I hear a pop and smoke just fucking goes everywhere. And I'm like, what the fuck? As soon as I see the smoke, my check engine light comes on and my car starts shaking. I'm like, cool. I don't know where I can pull over because I'm in the middle of going down that hill on 26 where you have nowhere to pull over. I was like, okay, well, I'm just going to go home. I got home. Every time I'd stop at a stoplight, it would just shake and shimmy a lot. And of course, I had messaged Michael because he is an idiot, but he has worked on a lot of cars. So I asked him right away, I was like, what could this be? And he's like, I don't know, a head gasket, it could be a hose that popped loose, it could be an engine mounting came up, all this shit. I'm like, fuck. So I get it home, and I call Advanced Solution, Auto Solution. I don't know, somewhere on Union that he used to take his cars, and they're actually really good. So I got it to drive, I drove it there, and they hook up the computer, and they're like, oh, it's misfiring, and you have like hot... It was either high or low oxygen firing to the engine, and they said that there, the amount of oil wasn't right, and that could be it, but what they wanted to start with first was just changing the oil. So I sat there for an hour while they tested it and checked it and drove it and then changed the oil. Mm-hmm. And he said, well, this should stop the shaking, but if it doesn't, bring it back. But basically what he said is if it was anything other than that, I would need a new engine which is not news i want to hear because i don't have the money for a new engine and how it's gonna be hard to find a fucking engine for an old car like that so of course that was a day but it's not driving like it was but it's still driving like shit i don't think i'm gonna make it the rest of the year with it but here's to trying yeah i was gonna say we're gonna have to we're gonna have to try <laughs> how much longer do you have to pay on that i don't know I need to get a hold of them. It should be just till like February. Yeah, that, that's really weird because you said it's like it was supposed to be like twenty four months. Yeah, but and... I swear I saw a thing on my credit score somewhere. It was like thirty three months. I'm like, no, hell no, <laughs> hell no. Yeah, that's weird. Well, no, let's see. Let me add this up. Stay. Do the math out loud. No. We're recording. Nobody wants to hear how much I pay for the shitty car. We're recording, and we've got to fill up space. Can't be any awkward silences. You're failing. You're failing hard. <laughs> I don't 
know. Anyways, chat, what's going on? All I see is Ryan up there, but maybe some someone else is watching. I don't know. All I know is... Talk to us. I'm going to find out, but as soon as tax time comes next year or as soon as January comes, I don't know. I am going to get a new car and hopefully I can. Yeah. Because I'm sick and tired of the shitty ass car. Like, right now, anymore, it is a ticking time bomb, which sucks and it pisses me off because I have kids I have to get to and from school and I have a job I have to get to and from. It stresses me out. And I said, I know you said you can't control it. And that's what pisses me off is that I can't control it. Yeah. That I don't have the funds right now to get a new Well, I do. I could get a new car right now, but I can't afford two car payments because I can't get rid of this yeah. car that's paid off. It's not like I can be like, here, take it back. I have to pay it off. What's up, Nate Phillips? I see you in there. Mother-in-law. <laughs> mother, mother-in-law dearest. Welcome to Podcastrophe. <laughs> But yeah, so anymore, it's just a ticking time bomb, and we'll see. Yeah. I don't think it's going to make I, it this winter, though. Yeah, that's going to be rough. Yeah. Deep Voice City, what? Me or you? Hopefully oh, you. no. Uh-oh. I wonder. Let me turn it on. Anymore, it's just a ticking time bomb, and we'll see. Yeah. I don't think it's going to make I, it this winter, though. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've been primed. Oh well, it's too late. I can't do anything. Change we're, it. We're already recording. I wonder. <laughs> we sound horrible. Oh, this is great. We're we're going we're going fully into this. That's. Oh no. You can't change it. I can't change it. I have it. to sound like a man. This I, I'm whole pretty time. sure I would have to completely turn the interface off and turn it back on. We'd have to stop recording. I mean, I guess we could try that. We'll no. try that. Oh, we're going to go bye-bye? We're, no, we're not going to go bye-bye. We're just going to stop recording. <laughs> big, 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 And we're back after some brief technical difficulties. Oh my Got God. everything sounding the way it needs to sound. I hope. I went from sounding hideous Hideous. You went to sounding like this. No, I still had a high-pitched, hideous voice. Oh, well, I talked like this. Don't you always say I have a high-pitched sound? It, it, yeah, you kind of got it, it, it. You get it from your dad. It's it's obvious you get it from your dad. because Did you say Maverick sounds like me, and yes. I don't hear that at all. You, Maverick, your dad, Colin, and Tanner all sound the same. <laughs> you all have the same, like high tone it's like it's like it's like this weird timbre to your voice it's a beautiful melody right you (laughs) yes i guess (gasps) (gasps) have you heard it when you sing oh no you guys all have like the same exact voice it'd be it'd be really cool all related so that makes sense like Hmm. you don't have your mom's voice whatsoever yeah but it'd be really cool to actually get you guys all talking, recording, record you guys all talking. I mean, we could always do that. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it would <laughs> people would hear it. <laughs> well, you should do that because I want to see if people if we all sound alike. Because yeah. it's funny because my dad and I feel like somebody else. I don't know. I will answer my mom's phone sometimes, and my dad will think he's talking to my mom. <laughs> That's so, weird. Well, maybe he's just. My dad's it. also like. 
hard expect, sometimes. Expecting nah. it to be your mom. So I don't know. I, no, I tried tricking Derek that day. He called my mom's phone. And I answered it like, hello. And he's like, Miranda. And I'm like, yeah. yep, he knows it's me. Yep. But no, we, 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 why don't we do that? We could do that. We could always do a hack family podcast. Well, we need to get him here. We can't take it with us? No. Why we've how, traveled and, how would we be able to take it with us? I don't know. We've traveled and... Considering I sold my Zoom to Dave. Is that what we took to yep. Ohio? Oh, well, never mind then. Yep. No more mobile podcasting for the time being. Well, Colin will come here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can get him an eye, which... That uh, Snapchat filter of the man face, him and I look just like twins. Just like <laughs> twins. I don't know if you can show it to the camera here. It's it's bad. I, I love all my old pictures. It's so my, bad. My old man pictures. Oh my god, no! Because you look like my dad. Here, show that to the camera. We look so much alike. <laughs> we do. You guys, you do. It's crazy. I love all my old man pictures. There. I do they not. Cracked me up. Because you look like my dad. I look like Bill fucking Murray. No, you look like my dad. Several people said I look like Bill Murray. You look like my dad. Well, no one knows what your dad looks like except like for you. Like that. So. I mean, Nate knows what my dad looks like. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Let me see here. <clears throat> Let's keep talking. I'm going to pull up a picture of you and my dad. <laughs> it's so sad. Uh, I don't. I don't think I look like your dad. Well, what's weird is when we got together, Michael and my stupid ex-husband said, oh, he looks like your dad. I was like, you're only saying that because he has a beard. And my dad has a beard. Yeah. But, no. You look like my dad. I, I, don't, I don't think I look like your dad. You look like my dad. Sad. Hold on, I can find a picture. Better hurry. You're killing. You're, this is like some really you can, dead space. I said keep talking. This is some really no, dead space keep right talking. Now. Jeez. What else do you want to talk about? I don't know. Not a lot's been going on lately. Like it's been it's been really quiet. Not a lot of topics to really discuss that aren't like super heated. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> They're not gonna be able to see that. No. But do you not agree? Come on. Okay, a little bit, especially yeah. with the faces we're making. That's funny. I mean, your eyebrow goes up more than my dad, but... You know, they always do say, which... Somebody had said this to me. They always do say you go after people like your dad. I have heard that, but not look-wise. I've heard personality-wise, which you are nothing like my dad. Sorry. But... Fucking Amber in the comments. Dick, you're balding. Thanks. Yeah, I know. I'm aware. But... But yeah, they've, I've heard people say you, you tend to go towards poor people like your dad. But again, that's actions and personalities, not looks. And yeah. Like, I don't think you look anything like my dad. Like, now. Old pictures? Yes. Creepy. Weird. Just wait till I'm older. No. <laughs> but uh, personality? No, you're nothing like my dad. Which I always said I would find a guy like my dad. <laughs> Only because he's hardworking and a badass. Would now you, she says now she says I'm balding in the back. Yeah, like way are. back here, but like no. where the picture where the camera is like catching it. That's just it's just like really thin cuz I got I just got a haircut and I got like a one fade. Quit checking yourself out in the camera. It's bad. 
<laughs> you have a bald spot in the top right here. Always see it when you put your head down in the camera. Oh. Don't sit so close to the camera. <laughs> I'm self-conscious now. I still love you. She's asking when we are going to make a baby. <clears throat> Do you want to explain that? I'll let you explain that. Why can't you explain that? Because it's your body. Maybe we can create a GoFundMe page. Yeah, that'd be nice. <laughs> yeah. We cannot have a child. We can't have a child. Because Miranda in her past decided to get her tubes tied. Yeah. And instead of <clears throat> instead of her husband, her ex-husband, uh, getting fixed himself. Nope. Okay, let me discuss a Go little for more it. than you. Go for it. So, yes. My tubes are tied. And I did this because... It's a lot of fun for me. <laughs> I know, I bet. <laughs> no, I would love to have our own little baby. Yeah, me too. I would. Uh, there are times where I'm like, fuck no, because my kids are enough. And I'm like, I enjoy it, like not having a dependent thing all the time. <clears throat> but I also would like to have something together like that. But no, I got fixed because... Um, she says, get them undone. $7,000. Yep. Do you want to help pay Would for that? Would you like that? to donate? <laughs> no, I got them I got them tied because, okay, so some people know the story of my ex-husband and I. We were high school sweethearts. We tried having babies when we were 18 out of high school. Couldn't get pregnant. Tried for four and a half years. Bam. Finally, four and a half years later, after a one-year marriage anniversary, got pregnant with my daughter. That pregnancy was fucking horrible. I was in and out of the hospital for morning sickness. I lost a bunch of weight. Um, again, in and out of the hospital. And then I got preeclampsia, had to be induced. And then, in delivery, after 19 and a half hours, <clears throat> she almost killed me by, I like, bled too fat, or bled too much, and they couldn't stop it. So I had her. She got 5000 or $5. <laughs> <laughs> you got five. You donating five bucks. <laughs> but uh, an Abe Lincolner. But no. Um. So then here, my little three-month-old daughter is just three months old, and I get pregnant with my son. Oh my god. So that pregnancy was a little better, but he still tried coming early. So I was in the hospital again, and then that delivery was faster, but still sucked. And basically, when he when we found out he was a boy, we had told my doctor, okay. We're done. I was 24. Tubes tied. Boy, girl, perfect world. Married my high, high school sweetheart. I'm never going to meet somebody else and get married and want to have kids again. Huh. My mom said, yeah, you will. I said, no, I won't. Of course. <laughs> um, my doctor was hesitant because I was only 24, but at the same time, she knew how bad it was on my body. So she did it. And of course, now here I'm married again to somebody who has no kids and wants kids. But he also knew way in advance before yeah, we got I knew what I was getting serious into. that uh, <laughs> that uh, I couldn't have kids. And he knows how much it's torn me up since we've been together. Yeah. And how emotional I get over it. Yeah, this sucks. But you know that uh, you know. I, let me say. Let me figure out how to say this because like, <coughs> that it, it, I want to say like that's that's just the hand. We've been dealt, you yeah. know. It is. And, you know, like, I wouldn't want to do it with anybody else. Mm hmm So. 
So I mean, despite the fact that we cannot currently have children together, uh, I would rather, I wouldn't want to be stuck in this situation with anybody else. Oh, you do love me. <laughs> no. Um, what? What? You say kind of? What? Wow. <laughs> no. Um, you know, you were aware of this because I made sure. <laughs> she said, Amber says, I'll rent you one of mine. I have a wide range of ages. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. How many are you up to? Like eight? <laughs> you fucking Amish woman. No, I would like to. But no. And you, so after my ex and I split, any guy I talked to in the very beginning, even if it wasn't serious, I let know right away, hey, I can't have kids because that can be a deal breaker. And Brady, the guy I dated before I met you. <clears throat> at first said it wasn't a deal breaker but Jesus, then like I blame Trump <laughs> but then like middle of our relationship he was like yeah if you can't have kids if we can't get this fixed I'm leaving you so I thought okay so you want to get married so if we get married and a couple years on the road I can't have a kid for you like for us you're going to leave me no this isn't going to work out which you better never fucking do why are you being quiet <laughs> I will because it's dramatic. Hurt you? No, I will not. But no, I I go back and forth. I would love to, especially since you haven't had a child. Yeah, I would like that. But then I go back to when I was younger. They both almost killed me. So how would my body handle it now? Now that I'm older, and not only that, I turned thirty this December seventeenth. Don't forget this year. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be thirty. <laughs> so. Do I really want another one? Because by the time Maverick is a senior, I'll be 39, 40. That's still young. That's still young enough to go for us to continue our life. Because believe it or not, babe, the older they get. So people think babies and toddlers are like what you have to throw everything onto. But no, it's when they get older. Oh, yeah. When they get interested in the sports yeah. or music or plays, you know, whatever. Our life's going to turn drastically towards them more. Oh, yeah, definitely. So by the time, you know, so when they get teenagers, we won't have much of our time. Well, when they're teenagers, yes. But when they when they start getting to that stage, our time will be very limited even more. So by the time that they do graduate. We'll it depends still, on how active they want to be. I feel like they're going to be very active. They, they might be. And, you know, like I'm not going to discourage them from that. It just, like, but like I said, it just depends on what they I think they, they will, want. just because and, but I'm very active. I encourage them to be active. I I think they will I be. mean, I was I was pretty active as a kid. I mean, this is just me, but I, I was very active as a kid. I played sports. I never played for teams and stuff, but yeah. I did. I did. I went to basketball camp. I, I did. I played baseball, football, basketball, golf. I, I did all kinds of stuff. Yeah. And I wanted to do that stuff. I wanted to play basketball. I never really wanted to play football or baseball, but I did want to play basketball. Mm-hmm. And, um, like, when I, when I, your interests change. Like they their their interests are gonna change. You know, oh, I and, know they will. And again, like I said, I'm not gonna discourage them from anything that they want to do unless it's gonna hurt them. Me either. Like in a like a real hurt, not like oh they can get injured on the field or right. something. Uh, I, I will always encourage them to do what they want to do and do what they love and Me are too. passionate about. But what I was getting at was. When Maverick graduate, gra- graduates, oh my god, I fucked that up. <laughs> we'll still be young enough to we can continue. Our oh life. yeah. We throw a baby in there now. We're gonna be a lot older when that child graduates. Uh, she said adopt. 
We've thought about that, but you wouldn't be good for adoption. I don't, I don't know if I would want to adopt. This sounds shitty, but I can tell that you're not the type who could love something that's not yours, which sounds bad because you have stepchildren. Yeah. But you have admitted before that if yeah, we had um, a child together, exactly. you would feel more love towards that child than my children, which... It would be a different kind of love. It's common, but I also, you gotta also remember with me, like, I do fear if we had a child, you showing that child, because it is easy to show your own child. Well, more I would love have than a different connection child. than I would with your kids. Obviously. But you gotta remember, our kid and my kids are still all my kids. Oh, yeah. So I'm gonna have the same connection Definitely. with all of them. But it is common for if we were to have a child, that child to have that, you would show that child more love. And kids aren't stupid, especially mine, mine pick up on shit. I don't want that to <clears throat> traumatize them because they would pick up on that. And you're the type that, this may sound bad, I feel like you would do it strongly without knowing you're doing it strongly. Yeah. I don't know. Like, but, uh, again, adoption I don't think is good for you. So, I mean, I had I had uh, two stepfathers growing up. Mm-hmm. I had my brothers, Brady and Logan, their dad, Mike, who I, I really enjoyed him as a stepdad. And then I had... Uh, Landon's dad, Tim, who I could not stand as a stepdad. Mm-hmm. Uh, not that he's a terrible guy or anything. He just wasn't a good stepdad. You know, and that's one of the reasons my mom divorced him was because he just wasn't good for her kids. I mean, he was gr- he was great for Landon, but not us. Right. And I can tell. I, I mean, wow. Way to go. No, there was this one time where, you know, Landon was asleep and then – Brady and Logan, they were, they were like five and six or something like that, maybe older. I think Brady was like maybe ten. Yeah, this, and like they were just making, they were just me- messing around being kids, you know. And then Tim just like yelled at the top of his lungs, like the most angry fucking yell I've ever heard from him. And it <clears throat> it it shook me enough that I was like, if he ever yells at you like that again, you tell me. Like yeah. that, that I big brother mode engaged, which I was not like that with my brothers. Whoa, yeah, I was gonna say I was not like that with my brothers. I was an only child in my eyes. Well, yeah, because you—that's what I was getting ready to say—is your ex- <laughs> Amber knows she goes fucking Tim. <laughs> your experience with step parents is different than what my kids are having because you see them more than their dad sees them because mm-hmm. they're with me full time. Your dad had you full time. So you weren't with your stepdad as much as what my kids are with you. So you should have more of a connection to them than I do. they did with you. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I, I do feel like a a fatherly presence towards them. I mean, I'm I'm still learning the ropes. At, I mean, it, here we are almost two years later. But, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's an but everyday thing. How long thing. can you say? It's an everyday thing. <laughs> it is. I know. It's an everyday thing. But uh, how many people do we have in the, the I mean, chat? you've you've. You've had him for five and six years. I've had him for two. I know. So, and uh, I had I had to learn them after they'd already developed. You've, you've known so, them. I know we don't have very many people in the chat, but I we have people that might comment on this about what we were talking about the other day as far as step-parents and oh, financial okay. situations. Yeah. So I've talked to a few people about that since and then. Well, okay, so here's the thing. What did she used to call uh, your mom? You used to call my mom Samantha, I believe. I don't know why. I don't know the story behind that, but. Okay, so I don't know how to. Okay, so I'll just go. My kids, 
kindergarten, first grade. I have paid for everything for them. I paid their registration. I paid their school clothes, their most of their school supplies, their lunch money, everything. I had a friend of ours say, wow, Blaine hasn't helped any. And I defended you and said, I'm sure if he could, he would. <clears throat> so that kind of had it ticking in my head like, huh, I never really thought about that. Because this whole two years, have I ever made you feel like you should pay for them? No. Or been like, you need to help with this or like with any of their sports or anything. No. no. But we are married. We are a family. They are yeah. yours now. You knew what you were getting into. It made me think, okay, as we get older and as they get older, when does that kick in to where you do feel like you're financially responsible for them? So I brought up to the ladies I work with, do you feel like he should help pay somewhat, if he can, towards their financial, like at least education or something? They all agreed, yes, you should, because you knew what you were getting yourself into. And I, I don't agree. I'm yeah, just going to come out and say yeah, it. I yeah, don't I know. Agree. You said that you don't agree. Um, you don't, yes. Their dad is involved. Their dad's involved. He pays child support. Which Poorly. It, child it doesn't. It doesn't matter. Cut. It doesn't matter. He still pays it. I get that. And that is. But at the same time, regardless of how much you, regardless of how much you get in child support, which is very pissed for, I will admit that. Uh, that's what it's for. It's <clears throat> supposed to help you with that. I get that, but you almost sound as bad as he does, because their dad. Refuses to pay for anything that's not court ordered. I don't refuse to pay for uh, anything. Hold on. So you saying that means it sound like you don't have that responsibility because it's. I don't know order. I don't know how to word that. Like, you sound almost. I don't want to say you sound as bad as him because you don't. But when you say you don't feel responsible for any of that, kind of sound to me upsets me because my older brother is not my dad's real dad or son. He paid for everything. Again, his dad wasn't involved like my kid's dad. But I still feel like at some point you should feel like, especially since you see them more than their own dad sees them, and you're more involved, I feel like at some point you would think, like, hmm, maybe I should help, or they are a little bit of my, my responsibility. Well, again, again I, like, I, like I told you the other day. If she I, agrees with me. Thank you. So, as I said the other day, if I if I was financially stable enough to help you, I would. Absolutely. But I'm not in that position. Yeah. So, therefore, my mindset is I cannot. Because I in order now. for us to survive, I get that now. Which, I need to keep going on the path that I'm going. I get that, which this, we never really had this discussion because, again, when I got with you, I never was like, I need a baby daddy to support my kids. I've always supported my kids. Mm -hmm. You haven't had to pay for them towards that. Yes, you pay to get, you know, you pay for gas to get them to and from the babysitter and we split the bills for yeah. the house. And you know, that's 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 what people told me. And you know, like I I I I laid it all out for them when I was explaining the situation. They're like, "No, I mean, technically you do you do your part by paying the bills because you provide a roof over their but head." But I pay for half of those bills. Yeah, so do I. But that's the thing. That, that, is like, you're, it's almost like you're complete. I mean, you're not intentionally, but like you're not including that with. No, I do include that. I do include that. But I know you have your own things to pay for, but 
the you got that those are mistakes that you've gotten yeah, yourself mistakes. into. Mistakes. So are you gonna pay for those? No. no. Oh, wow, that made it sound like your kids are mistakes. Yeah, <laughs> that's bad. No, that not not bad. what I was getting at that all. Is but bad. like, no, I really but like my kids. essentially like so I had I had these things before Some we got of these together. Things. There are current things. That oh yeah, you have there now are current things that we in the past two years. I had I had a lot of this before but we met. This is what this is what what I have a hard time with. Okay, so I've always paid bills. Always, you yeah. know. So Either the full amount or half when I was with my ex-husband, whatever. You make 10 plus more than I do an hour, and we split bills equally. Yeah, I still have two kids I have to pay for. Babysitter, I have to pay for their lunches, which is a lot of money. Mm-hmm. You know, things throughout the year, field trips, all this shit that nobody helps me with. Why should I still have to pay half of what we use here, which as I know I use it, I get that. When you make way more than I do, when there are people, and I'm not judging or like comparing lives. We d- we just view this very differently, and we I'm sorry. Do. I'm sorry. Mine's, I guess, shitty. But you know, that's just that's kind of how I grew up. You know, like my step parents didn't pay for me. Given I wasn't, they weren't with the you main, full time. They weren't the main parent. And that life. I would understand. But, like I would never expect Kaylee to pay for my kids' shit. But again, Tim. Landon's father, he never helped pay for Brady and Logan. That's because her dad probably paid for more than $66 a week. He probably didn't have child support at all, actually. I don't think so. I don't know. I don't know that situation. But, I don't know. I just, I don't know. It's it's been one of the subjects that we never brought up because I've just always been this, I don't know, I guess just be thankful that I am the way I am and that I'm fine completely being a badass bitch and paying for everything. <laughs> I don't know, because or it would cause a fight. Yes, part of it does upset me. Part of and me I, also I under, understands. I, I knew I I understand and knew that it probably would upset you, but like I mean that's part, just how I feel. Part I of feel me, like I'm I mean, I'm doing my best as a as a yes. parent to raise them and you know, like their father is in their life and he should be responsible. But you know firsthand that he will not do oh, anything I know. that's not court ordered. I know. Which makes you, which I feel like should make you be like, fuck that. These kids need an if I actual could, if I could. father figure in their life who doesn't need but to go being off a father, court papers. Being a father figure doesn't mean spending money. Financially, I get that. But supporting them. Education, yeah. supporting them. Yeah. Make sure they have lunch money in their account, supporting them. That's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about going to the store and buying shit. All right. So we got a big old comment from Amber. Personally, in my opinion, when you get married, your money is hers and yours is his. It shouldn't be in, my money is mine. It shouldn't be both. It should be both of yours. Otherwise, a household can't run smooth. The kids see that and will feel like <clears throat> they aren't important in your eyes because they aren't yours. I don't know. You saw that with your stepdads. She said, just personally. I like. I mean, I I agree with her. Um. I also feel like we haven't really done like my money or money. Like, no, no, we haven't. We don't share joint bank accounts no and i i, I mean, never will yeah i'm good <laughs> um i do work hard for my money and i am very i work okay so i guess the reason i'll never share a bank account is because of my ex obviously you know this yeah i am good at budgeting i'm good at spending my money and saving it you are not i'm not okay first of all you're not first of all you're not let, let's clarify here admit it i am not good at saving money Mm-mm. i am not good at budgeting nope I am not good at spending what I don't. No. What I don't need to spend. 
However. What I just said. <laughs> however, all my spending that I do is after I've paid everything that and I, I need that. to pay. I get that. But it gets me nowhere. I understand yeah. that. It gets you nowhere. <laughs> it gets me nowhere. There are things that you still buy. I want to say there was a moment you were getting better, and then you fell off that better train, and you, last week, I don't know how many times I came home, and there was a package on our doorstep. Twice. I'm just saying, <laughs> I work hard for my money, and I'm not One gonna... of those things was something I bought forever ago, and it was on back order. What I'm saying is, I work hard for my money, and I'm not going to let another douchebag, you're not a douchebag, but if you spent all my money, I wouldn't you'd spend be a your money. But, um, no, I forget what. what Again, I, I spend I spend what I owe. I guess I mean. There you go. It's hard to say because I grew up with my mom. She worked when she first had kids, and then babysitter cost all this. You know, by the time she got done working, all that went to babysitter. So my dad's like, "Why work? Stay home." He ran his own construction company. So I grew up with a stay-at-home mom and a dad who busted ass off and paid for everything. And then she said married life. Right. <laughs> yeah. And so you would think, I mean, thankfully I'm not as like, Hey, I should stay home and you should be working. Thankfully I'm not like that. As yeah. Much. It's 2019. That's not possible. It's not. And my, my parents, and it shouldn't be possible. My parents are watching. My parents have <clears throat> before you need to be stay at home. I would love to stay at home a little more, but also at the same time, it would be nice. It would. But at the same time, my dad raised a child. I am a lot like my dad. I'm a provider because I don't need you in my life. I could do it without you, and I did do it without you. So, yeah. And I and then my dad, my parents raised me that way. So I guess I'm in the middle of uh, wanting to agree with you should pay, you should feel more responsible, and I'm in between. Well, no, he shouldn't. Again, feel. like I. But again, like, if, if we I did are, get married, you knew yeah, what you were getting. Yeah. If I married somebody with kids, I would feel responsible financially for those kids because I am now in their life, and it is my responsibility for those kids to make sure they have what they need to survive. I'm not ever going to be like, mm -mm, I didn't create them; they don't need me to survive. Even if their mother was in their life, I would still make sure they had what they needed. Or help make sure they have what yeah. they needed. I just, I, I disagree, you know, and that's just me. And and like I've said before, like, one, if I was financially able to do this right now, I would help. Would you or would you go buy more shit you no, don't need? No, I would. And two, uh, basically anytime you've asked me for help, I have helped you, which hasn't been much. I was going to say, it hasn't, it hasn't been much, but I have, and I will. Much. Anytime I'm asked, I always help. The best that I can. Mm -hmm. So there's that. I'm not shit there's talking that. you here. <laughs> I'm not. No, I mean it's it's a discussion, and you know, like I have that that that's the cool thing about you and I and our marriage is like we're, we're understanding we, towards one, each other. One, we're understanding. Two, uh, I mean, in this platform, we are very. I, we have no problem being completely transparent. Like yeah. we we don't hide anything. There are. Very, I don't think there's hardly anything that we really would hide from anyone no. within our marriage. Like we, no. we don't really have any problems. <laughs> we really don't honestly. And, you know, and, and anything like, again, like we've been very, I want to say the word candid 
about our sex life. Like we, mm-hmm. we, have, we have no issue <laughs> popping that out there talking about our sex life. No. We have no issue talking about our personal life. Like, um, it's, it's basically free game because like who cares Yeah. if it's personal, we won't talk about it. Yeah. If, if, if it's that personal, we won't talk about it. But right. No, I know. I, I think we're very understanding toward each other in that. And we're both the types that we can obviously disagree on things. Yeah. And it's not going to make us choke each other out or leave each other. We may not agree with each other at times, but we also... I mean, I'm not financially stable enough to leave you. Is that why you're with me? (laughs) I mean, mean, the divorce, the divorce, I'm not financially stable enough for the divorce. I can't afford like that $500. So you're just stuck with me? I'm just stuck with you until I can afford that. I mean, I could save up. $500? It's like $500, roughly. You're $500 sitting on your computer right now, your desk. I could sell that, yeah. Yeah, there you go. But do I want to? Do you want to? I could say, all I'd have to do is save for five weeks because I automatically draft $100 to my savings account every week. Do you want to leave this? No, I don't. (laughs) Because I'm a badass bitch that gets shit done. (laughs) I hate that. You hate that? I hate hate people who refer to themselves as... (laughs) badass bitches like it's like <laughs> shut up like yeah you're badass i am badass i i hate i hate when people like refer to themselves <laughs> as a bitch. often like, do i refer to myself to, that way you say i'm a badass bitch regularly i am though guys. you're badass it. i will agree but you're not a bitch i'm not a bitch no no uh, like that's that's like a, that's like a i'm badass sorry i'm a badass like no offense to anybody but like that's just some like slang that i just can't get behind like <laughs> you know yeah, maybe I do. But no, I, I do, not to toot my own horn, I do feel like a badass. You are a badass. You do a lot of shit, not not just for your kids, not just for yourself, but for me, this house. You you do a lot of shit, and I, I do my best to give you as much credit every time that I possibly can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, you are a badass bitch. <laughs> I like Amber. Wow, that that bitch sounded really different than that. <laughs> no, no, we do. We I think we have. I'm gonna say I think we have a perfect marriage. I mean, there, it's very rare that we fight. We do bicker sometimes, like everybody. Mm-hmm. We do have disagreements, like dogs. I want a dog. Damn it. I am not personally we, ready for a dog. We will get a dog. I'm not opposed to getting a dog. I just don't want a dog right now. Okay, well, we're going to have a I've dog told, someday. I've told you a million times, I have no issue getting a dog. I don't want a dog want right, right now. now. But anyway. I especially don't really want a dog in this house. This house is fine. I don't think it's fine. It is fine. Our house is a good size. I want to wait until we Whatever. get a better house. Whatever. It's a good size house. It but, is, for a dog. But the like the yard's not good enough for a yes, dog i don't think so they, the previous owners had a dog yeah and it probably sucked that dog probably sucked too <laughs> Even a- <laughs> i don't want a shitty dog we won't have a shitty dog why the hostility on the bitch <laughs> i mean i picked you out are you shitty uh i'm a, i'm mildly okay you're all right <laughs> i'm all right like, no i'm not no. gonna i'm not gonna toot my horn whatsoever <laughs> mr 30 percenter yep yeah. No, I am. I'm happy with our marriage. And you, you know, speaking and, on thirty percent. Yes. Uh, Brandon was talking to my team leader Teresa today with mm-hmm. me present. She was like, "Up, oh, there's that." He goes, "He goes up. Oh, there's that thirty percent again," mm-hmm. and he's and she, she said uh, he complimented me in that. He's like, "You know, his thirty percent is actually pretty good. It's just 
Where he wants who, to put the effort. Who knows how far, like, who knows how much better it would be if it would be past 30%. Like, it's crazy. I was like, yeah, you're right. Like, like my 30%, it's either enough or pretty decent for 30%. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but no, like I was saying, I'm happy with our marriage. Yeah. Um me too. Thankfully, I don't fall under peer pressure or listening to other people because I've been told multiple times, and not just with our relationship, but anything in the past, that I'm too easygoing and that I let too much slip. Which, to me, anymore, I'm at that age. Why bicker and fight over the tiny petty shit that's not serious? It, it, there's no yeah. reason to. Like, when Michael and I were together... Of course, when we were teenagers, first married, yes, we bickered over the jealousy. We bickered over the tiny shit. And we fought, and then it got it got it got betterish. But anymore, I, I I've just never been that type that I've always I've always been that type where you can have your opinion, I can have my opinion. You can be different from mine. I'm not gonna kill you for that. I'm not gonna wring your neck because there are things that we. Like, well, we're not going to get into this discussion. I'm just going to throw out examples, politics, abortions, things like that, that we have disagreed on. Yeah. And it has done nothing to our marriage. It's nope. okay to talk about those things. And it's okay to have that disagreement because then it teaches you things. It teaches me things. It's just, I don't know. I don't know what I'm getting at. I'm no, I, I, get what I, like I get what you're saying. I so, think we work perfect together. Um, no, I'm at the point this is probably annoying to you, but like the point in my relationships, yeah, I, 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 I agree on the whole, like there's no point in bickering or it, bickering doesn't matter. Just ignore it. Uh, where I'm at, I'm at the point in with all my relationships that any bullshit that comes my way, I'm just like, I don't care. I, I don't, yeah, I not- either, I either just completely ignore it altogether. If I'm like, if it's something that like you're pissed off about then I'm like, this is pointless. There has been it, times, not very many, but there has been times where I've been upset. And I can either be the person that tells you directly or there are times when I feel like I'm going to make things worse if I say something. So I'm going to wait for you to pick up on what's bothering me to start that conversation. And you don't give a fuck and you don't pick up on it and you mm-hmm. don't say anything, which then in turn makes it worse. But we haven't had very many of those. No, and, and most and of the time, be... if you're upset and I know I've upset you, if it's serious, I'm pretty good at owning up to it and yeah, coming around, you know. But if, like, <laughs> if I don't – if I don't – if it doesn't strike that part of my brain where I'm like, okay, I fucked up. Which I'm pretty good at telling. Yeah. I'm really good at telling. Yeah. I will toot my own horn on that. Um, you've, been, you've, been, you've been okay. If, if I'm in the wrong, I am really good at telling if I'm in the wrong. Uh, however, if it's not that serious to me and I don't think I'm in the wrong, then I'll be like, go be pissed off. I don't give a shit. Bathroom break. <laughs> Bathroom break. Ah, she told me to punch. She told you to punch me. No explanation, no reason. Just do it. In the nose. You're supposed to punch me in the nose. Oh, in the nose? Yeah, way to go. You failed. Uh, now I got to fill up time. So I guess in this time, uh, I will... Um, I know we already got some plugs in, in the beginning, but definitely uh, shout out to the Journey into Comics Network for hosting us every Thursday. 
you can check out a lot of shows on the Journey into Comics Network, like Journey into Comics, like Brews with Dudes, like Dungeons with Dudes, like Kids for Sale, like Adulting Ain't Easy and Poor 360, and Journey into Wrestling and Foodies Watching Movies. Oh, you punch you in the nose? And yeah, you don't get to punch me in the nose. Don't do it. She told me to. I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I can't think of any more shows, but there's a lot of them, and they're all awesome. No, I didn't get to plug the shows in the new pre-roll plug that we do. I got we I before we did the show today, I uh, went ahead and made a pre-roll, and I'm I'm pretty proud of it. I'm, I'm proud of you. I'm pretty proud of it. You know, I did I did a little background Big Dick Day riff, and uh, I just I wrote out a little pre-roll bumper. That's another thing that irritates me with some people. Uh, shout out for Amber. Amber Turner. Is that is, you go by? You go by his last name. I can't remember. Uh, Way Amber, to go. Amber Morgan Turner. Uh, <laughs> she has a shared Facebook account, which is super annoying. Oh, I Fa- know. Shared Facebook accounts are like stupid. I hate them. But like, I feel like you use it mostly anyway, so it's whatever. She's <laughs> gonna punch you. <laughs> I'm not surprised. Um, If she's ever in fucking Lafayette. Never hits me up. I don't blame her. (laughs) Supposed to be my sister. You didn't even finish your one. I am finishing it. I just wanted to get this one. Oh, okay. Okay. She has a tendency. I don't like warm drinks. She 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 drinks. She drinks like half of it. No. Sometimes really. three quarters of it. Of anything. Not just beer or whatever. She's beer. Not just alcoholic beverages. I don't like the bottom. Anything. The bottom inch. I don't like and it. And then she'll she'll just waste it. Completely waste it. I paid for it, so Oh, you're moving back. Good job. Come be on the podcast sometime. It'll be fun. If you can get away from your eight, nine. 17 kids <laughs> 7 she confirmed 7 earlier oh. borderline Amish <laughs> what are we talking about how awesome we are yeah no. we're pretty awesome no we are I like it oh you're gonna draw my back later <laughs> I've pulled it no problem doing that age never drink no never drink the bottom it's gross well, thank she, you she doesn't drink it because it gets warm yes that's which what I said. warm it gets to her warm. is like it gets, Room temperature, almost it gets cold. Warm and flat. Warm and nasty. Her version of flat is literally opening the bottle. <laughs> you won't. You rarely ever drink a two liter after it's been opened. No, I will not. I will agree to that. The first night, no. The I'm sorry. For, no, I will. Carbonation not. lasts for days no. as long as you don't leave it open. There is a big difference when you pop a two liter open for the first time. And then you put it back in the refrigerator and you go to get it the next day. It does taste flat. If you, you may still have some carbonation, but the flavor is different. If you tighten it good enough. One, I never put it back in the refrigerator. No, you never. And that's why I will never drink it. I, no, I don't I don't put you – no, know, you don't put pop after it's been opened back in the refrigerator. Yeah, you do. Cold. No. Who wants to drink Ice. a lukewarm pop? Ice. No. I don't care. Frosted mug. I do not. I will not drink but no, it tight, later tighten the it up. Time. Tighten it up enough, it won't go flat. No. Michael used to squeeze the air out of it and tighten it. I don't know why. That's he said stupid. It was better. That doesn't do anything. I don't know. But I mean, no. if there is a scientific reason, which I doubt. I mean, I doubt he would know that. But uh, if there is a scientific reason for that, and somebody out there knows, just tell us, I guess. But I doubt there's any real reason. But look, 
When I don't finish it, you can. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> no, I don't. I will not. Shit, we got my brother Logan and uh, Zach Davidson in the chat. I saw Say Zach hi. at FYE today. FYE. He doesn't know it, but I know it. I did. Very nice. Now you know. She was creeping on you. I walked by earlier, and he was looking at one of the front tables, and I just walked on by because I had to hurry up and get out of there look at the kids but yeah he doesn't know it but now he does I saw him. <laughs> <laughs> he's someone we've never had on the actual like regular podcast yeah he's, he's never been on like just the regular show he's been on drunk catastrophe well do better uh definitely he's been on bruise with dudes a ton he's been at like since i've been mixing bruise with dudes he has his own dedicated track on my recording like template because like i have to have special settings just for him him, Nick, and Dave. Like their voices, like yeah, because because their their voices, like they they carry into the microphone differently, um, and that it, it's true for everybody. Everybody's voices interacts differently with different microphones. Mm -hmm. It's so it's it, a lot of times when uh, recording vocalists for like a, a recording like a CD, um, they'll do a microphone shootout and find out which which microphone suits the voice the best. Hmm. And, uh, did not know. Uh, so because a lot of us don't really have options in terms of shooting out microphones before an episode, uh, we just use what we're given. So therefore there's a lot of things you can do in, uh, editing that will help. And, uh, so I've got, I've got Zach, David, David Linder, uh, Nick Maxson and Casey Taylor <laughs> all down to their own track. So whenever they're on bruise with dudes or dungeons with dudes, they have their own special settings. <laughs> cool. Yeah, and it, it definitely it cuts down time tremendously. Does Tyler have his own? Because I feel like. <laughs> yeah, he's got his own. Um, if people like, I immediately made Tyler his own track and settings. He's got a very loud. Yeah, for sure. But like voice. people that you know, like I know Tyler is more than likely always going to be on this show. At least, like he he's he's gonna be he's a he's a co-host, so he's a constant, uh, whether he's on the show or not. If he's not, I just don't use his track. That's fine. By the way, have you broken the news about? No, not yet. I'm gonna wait till next week. Oh, why next week? I don't know. Is it because I'm on this week? No. Okay, fine. Okay, fine. I can I can. Well, I mean, say. you can wait, and maybe it'll keep people coming. I mean, maybe mm. people will come back. Tune in next week for some super important news regarding the podcast. Some juicy news. Some juicy news. Um, no, it's not that big of a deal. Um, you don't have to say it now if you don't want. No, nah, I'm good. I'll, I'll wait until Tyler's on. <sighs> Discuss it with my fellow co-host. Um, I thought I knew before you. I was honestly shocked. No, he. he I, I was surprised. Yeah, I was. No. Yeah. We'll go there. Yep. Yep. What were we talking about? Voices. Voices. Zach says, aw. What news? Friend. You're going to have to tune in next Tuesday for Podcastrophe. <laughs> of course I meant that. said, don't be a bitch. <laughs> He's always a bitch. Uh, I'm, I'm actually pretty stoked for next week. Uh, we wow. got uh, Corey, Corey Parks coming on from Narrow House and Death Ensemble. Um, I'm trying to put a face Singer to, to Death Ensemble. Yeah, maybe answer. Short hair guy. You said you didn't like his voice. You're like, I don't like the vocals. Oh God. When? <laughs> At the It's Ray's band Ray's band. 
Was that the band that they just... Okay, but I have to They just face. got there. They used to be Narrow House, but they just got back together as a new band called Death Ensemble. Logan's saying, nah, now, dude. What's his name? Corey? Corey Parks. Park. Assuming he, assuming he doesn't cancel, he will be on the show next week, and I'm pretty stoked for that. God, now you're telling him I don't like his voice, he's not going to come. <laughs> it's a pretty common theme. Uh, not in terms of, like, everybody hates his voice, but, like, his voice is very unique and not for everybody. Oh, that guy? Yeah. Bald guy. He's yeah. completely, he said short hair. He's bald. I don't remember his voice. I don't think I said short hair at all. I think he did. I don't remember his voice. Um, she says, Amber says, I'm not coming. This is bullshit. <laughs> Fine. I guess you'll never know. <laughs> this is a very chat interactive episode. I like it. I do too. It's because I'm on it. No. I do too. What else we got going on? Uh, we just finished uh, season one of a show we've been watching. I mentioned this on uh, episode 100 last week, um, but I don't. I didn't really get to talk about it with anybody. Because... Oh, I thought you, because you guys were talking about something. You guys said if there's something that you can tell people to start watching, what would it be? Was that it? Yeah, basically. Uh, I, ba- I asked everybody what they were watching recently. Um, you. Did you ever get to watch the first episode? No, before? I don't think I watched like the first two episodes. But you kind of got what was going on. Though. Yeah. I maybe came in at some point during the second episode, but... Um, you gonna tell them what it is? It's Euphoria on uh, HBO featuring Zendaya. It's really good. I love it. And I think she did uh Yeah, she did a really good job, job for that. Um, do you think that was... So in the, the season finale, that little musical number at the end, do you think that was her singing? I think that was her. I think so, because I think Cause she, she does, does... She is a singer, I She think. does singing, I believe. I don't know much about her. She was on that show we were watching Smallfoot last night. Yeah. And she... Had a part where she was singing, so yeah, I could see that being her for real. Mm-hmm. Um, the one hundred. I haven't start. I haven't watched the one hundred. Um, that is. It's a show on the CW, oh. I think. But but no, I did love that show. I absolutely loved. It was this like really uh, in depth and raw, harsh view of high school. Uh, which, probably not something that would go around here. Right, which, I mean, okay, so their their idea for the show was to show high school problems. Those were some extreme fucking high school problems. Some extreme. Yeah, but that's like a California high school. I think it's very different Well, and in today's world, I could see it being more realistic than yeah. what we grew up in. I think, I think for today's world, like the way things are today and where, like – kids and or teenagers in high school that's very realistic for even like not around here i don't think no, any like of that Rossville, would, i don't think, we'll go I don't think that would be anywhere near what we would see <laughs> no. around here if we were to step into yeah. a high school uh i would hope not california very possible yeah. like i could see that being very all the stuff that happens very possible um i loved it though i really i really think she did an amazing job at her character yeah i also a wanted lot to watch did. it and i liked it because Derek, my brother, drug addict, it really showed the drug addict's side of things and the personality of the drug addict, which I loved. Um, so I had a lot of different feelings about that, but I don't know. I really, I really liked it. But yeah, that was the one reason I wanted to watch it, mainly because it follows the life. Like, it tells everybody's story, but it follows her narrating yeah. everybody's story. Yeah, I was going to say, she kind of seems to be the one... It's following her. It's following her, but at the same time... But she tells everybody's story. Yeah. She's narrating everybody's, like, story, and she's the, all... And, but it's also following them. Yeah. But no, I, <laughs> I wanted to see it because... It's so weird. Because I read, you know, it's about 
high school problems, but I read the one that caught me, obviously, was the drug addiction, and it was following a drug addict. So I wanted to see how real or how true it can be because I have lived firsthand with a drug addict. And, I mean, there was a lot of truth behind at least that part. Yeah, but I did like it. I can't wait. They've been approved for season two and season three. Oh, awesome. I'm excited. I can't wait. I really can't wait. Like, part of me, so the way it ended, like, I don't, I guess she's 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 only a junior in yeah, high school. Yeah, so I mean we still have all um, and and it started with I don't know can we spoil it? Go for it. I mean it's over. It is, but maybe <laughs> people are like, oh, I want to see it. So she was clean there for a while, and it ended with her getting back on drugs. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see that. Which I mean, it, she didn't start getting clean until like halfway through because the whole, you know, it starts out. Which I know you didn't see the first one. It starts with her coming back from rehab because her sister finds her overdosing on the floor vomiting and everything she comes back and she's lying to her mom saying she's clean but she's still getting high she's bringing other people's urine because her mom's like drug test now and so her mom thinks she's clean and then she meets the transvestite yeah and which i honestly thought was a woman (laughs) but uh i loved her character too up until the end i didn't really like yeah but she did have a good reason to be kind of come a a bitch, <laughs> but, but, um, but no, so, well, she didn't get clean until, like, middle, and I was really, like, but again, it just shows to you, I'm still on that, like, drug addicts, it is a d- disease versus they have that choice, because at the end, it shows, she had that choice, same with my brother, you know, again, we've talked about this several times on episodes, how I used to think it was a disease only until you've been clean so many times, you know what it's like. You have that choice to, and not, not to get into it, but like, I don't think I've ever really expressed my opinion on that. Like it's always just been Tyler yelling and ranting about it, which is good at, he's good. I at thought we've that. talked about it before. I don't, I don't know if we've talked about it. If I, if I we, feel have, like we have, I'm okay, sorry. Let's but, talk about it now. Uh, so what's your thought on it? Is it a disease? Is I it think, a choice? I think it's definitely a mix of it. Like, Everybody's wired differently. Yes. I so see. people are, there are people that, and this is where like, I, I think it's borderline disease, borderline just wiring. Mental disease, not drug disease. Yeah, obviously. Um, but no, I think everybody, everybody's wired differently and some people are more susceptible to, uh, that, like they have addictive personalities. Changing and wanting to change reality. Yeah. That's Derek's. Well, there's that, but there's like you're more susceptible to the effects of things, so therefore, you or you, I don't know, like me. This is super stupid comparison, but like, I can I can literally if once I drink a can of Pepsi and I'm through with it, I'll go. I can go grab another can of Pepsi. I can go grab another can of Pepsi. Can grab another can of Pepsi, and drink Pepsi all fucking day. Uh huh. Just because I got the taste in my mouth and it's like I can just drink it all day or sweet. Phone die. Um, you know what I mean? It's it's definitely like Amber says. She says it's definitely a mix. It is. Um, no, like I I'm I'm not discounting the fact that it is a possible disease, mental disease. Um, because addiction, again, it it boils down to your wiring. It I is. think. But like I'm gonna wait until you're done because I'm gonna have a long. Like a lot of people with alcohol. Uh, alcoholism is a disease. Yeah. It's an, it's an alcohol addiction. 
Um, okay. It's a choice, too. It's a choice. It's a choice. Okay, so same with drugs, alcohol, choice. Alcoholism is a disease. Mm-mm. That is a confirmed disease. Mm-hmm. So how can that be a disease, but not drug addiction can be a disease? Well, that's where I think it is. Uh, no, I don't know. Okay, alcoholism well, is a drug. Alcohol is a, a drug is something that is a, is a substance that, that affects, change, that changes yes, your body. body. I get that. Okay, but I'm because she's listening and every other people are listening and they might not know this. So it's a repeat to you. Uh, I grew up having an older brother addicted to drugs. Yeah. Um, okay, so my older brother is six years older than me. In high school, I think, is when it started, for sure. He was in a band, metal band. Some people blame that, yada, yada, whatever. My older brother and I have a bigger connection with each other than my younger brothers did with him. So throughout all my teenage years and young adult years, he struggled with addiction. He was in and out of jail and prison for addiction and doing stupid stuff like breaking and entering with addiction. So... For the longest time, I stuck by his side because I thought it was a disease. I lost my parents' trust for a while because, well, actually, we the, the last episode we watched last night where the mom and her are fighting and the younger daughter is going with her sister versus the mom, I lived that real-life experience because I will never forget, I don't know how old I was, but I was living on my own. I was out of high school, and my mom called, my parents called all of us, so Tanner, Colin, I, and Derek, to their house to have this, because Derek was really struggling this time. Like, I mean, I've sat there and watched Derek talk to his shoe because he was so fucked up as a as a young teenager. Mm-hmm. I was only like, I was driving yeah. yet. You know, so that, I mean, but, so I remember this, I remember, so that, that scene actually really, like, hit me hard because I had been through that when that mom's like, go after your sister, go be just like her, because I lived that. My So my parents called us to their house. We had this discussion about, like, what was going on and all this. I can't remember everything. All I remember is I was on the house on 26, so you know we're at, like, that location. Yeah. I remember Derek saying, fuck this, and walking down 26. And I followed him, and that pissed my parents off. I lost my parents' trust and all that because I followed him. And so I, I remember, like... It was a lot of shit. So for years and years, I stuck by his side. I fought with... That's the one thing I did argue. I don't argue a lot with people and disagree with people a lot. But when people would diss drug abusers and say it's not a disease, I would defend him. I did. I would defend him and say, no, it is a disease. You know, I'm living this. You're not. Blah, blah, blah. Until this last time around where he was in prison for a couple years. He got out was very, I want to be family-like, I want all of us to hang around, I was taking him out, I was taking him to the movies, I took him to a concert, we were like, I wanted him to really know that there's people here for you, because to me, I always thought people like them need a positivity, they need those people in their Mm -hmm. life, cheering them on, supporting them on, maybe that'll keep them away from it, but no, it it didn't, he fell back into drugs, he fell back into the same old habits that he had even when he had all that positive support. And we got into a fight, and he called me a bitch. He called me all this shit because he was fucked up on drugs because he was messing around with somebody I was not okay with and the kids around the house. I found their fucking spoons and their drug and their fucking weight, and he called me a bitch. And that, that right there hurt me. 
for the longest time. And at that moment, I was like, no, it is a choice. You were in yeah. prison for so many years. You saw, you felt what sober was like. You got out and you chose to go back to this. Mm-hmm. So at that point anymore, it's hard. When you know, I haven't talked to him up until recently. Yeah. Because it, it did me hard. But anymore, I am like, it's more of a choice than it is a disease. Yes, there's something mentally there with him. Yeah, and that's what I was getting at, like, with the whole alcohol thing. Like, some, like, for me, like, me personally, I don't need alcohol. You've seen me be around everybody, mm-hmm. not drink a drop. You've seen me stop when I need to stop. Yeah. Uh, and Do you think I'm an alcoholic? <laughs> <laughs> no, so... Alcohol does not drive me. I love alcohol. I yeah. love drinking. I love getting drunk. However, I I know when to stop. Exactly. I've, I've never I've never needed it. Right. Uh, there are people out there that just one don't know how to stop. Two and think, they need it. Think they need it to have a good time. No, I get that. Um, so uh, the topic at hand is the the current topic at hand is uh, addiction, a disease, or a choice. It's a little bit of both it because, is. and this is what I think. And so. There are people mentally wired, mentally prone to keep like get addicted right. to like to anything, not not just substance, but to anything. Right, because like we were saying the other day, whatever gets you off foods, gets you off. Sweets, yeah, can be an addiction. Whatever gets you off gets you off. Whatever gets you that mental high gets you going. You're gonna be addicted to it. You're right. gonna love it. Uh, there are things that I am addicted to. I mean, sure, it's not like disease level addiction, right? But like. There are things. Uh, however, when there are things that you're addicted to and it actually affects your well-being, the well-being of those around yes. you, that's when it becomes a problem. And this is uh, – so I guess when you have a disease and you want, to, you want to survive, you want to keep living, you want to carry on, you have that survival instinct, you have a choice. Do you treat this disease or do you let this disease kill you? Take over you? your life, yeah. Like, okay – you get HIV or you get HIV. Do you start treating it or do you just say, fuck it, I'm done? Right. Do you get, do you have diabetes? <laughs> I know somebody has diabetes and barely does shit with it. That's their choice. That's a little different than, the, than drug abuse, but no, no, I get, no, I no absolutely. It's, it's just a comparison. It's a, it's a, yeah, you, you have a choice to take care of yourself, AKA not do the drugs or thing you're addicted to. That's right. harming you and the people around you, right. or you can keep doing it, keep harming yourself. That's the choice. Right. And I get that. I get that. But the, 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 the tricky, the tricky slippery slope, like tightrope we walk on in this conversation is when you're on drugs and you're that deep in it, you are not in the right state of mind no. to make that decision. So that's where yes, I it agree teeters. With that. It teeters so much, that and it, choice, that's what makes it so hard. What I'm saying is that choice comes about when you have been sober. You got out of prison. Yes. You've been sober for two years. You know what it's like mm-hmm. to be sober. You know you mm-hmm. are capable of doing it, and you fall back into it. That is your choice mm-hmm. right there. That and is then, not being under the controlled stuff. To, you know, like you're picking to go back to that life. You're picking to harm yourself, and you're picking – to hurt the people I love you. So that's where it's been hard for me because I fought for him for so many years. I fought my parents and my brothers for him. I fought everybody and was there for him more than anybody. And he hurt me. Yeah. A lot. 
and, and you, you were with me when this yeah. had happened. Yep. I may have not showed it as much as what it really did, but I mean, it, I didn't talk to him for the longest time. I, up until that day that my mom handed me the phone and said, talk to him. Mm-hmm. I didn't give a fuck about him. I yeah. didn't care about him. And it's sad because he's a great guy. He's such a good guy. And and the thing is with Derek, and this is where it gets to be like. I like Derek. I, oh, enjoyed, I, Derek. I enjoyed meeting he's him. He's a good guy. He's a smart guy. He's just stupid. <laughs> yeah, the short time I knew him. But I, I like that you but, brought up. Uh, hold on. Go ahead. What I was going to say is um, this is where it gets to be is it a disease or a choice because someone who has gone through that him, Derek, mm-hmm. he will admit he was the problem. So that right there, a drug addict, he will agree that it is a mental thing. He is wired different. He will admit that. But he also will admit that he had that choice to make, and he fell to that. Yeah. So, yeah. But what were you going to say? So, like, I, I like the fact that you brought up um... – I like the fact that you brought up that once you're sober and you mm. are faced with that choice. Um, yeah. Because, yeah, you're absolutely right. Then, then, it, then it's definitely times. a choice. Yeah. And, um, and then so there are a lot of situations in our life that mentally drive us mm-hmm. to do things we probably shouldn't do or wouldn't normally do. Like say you're down. You've had like a super shitty day and all it or, or something's happened like that's just super dramatic edge of the fucking cliff like it's it's in your head things are the worst Worst they could possibly be you're just ever gonna make it and like all you want to do is just shut it off you are i mean yeah you are faced with the choice of do i turn to this thing that i know is going to take me down this path that i've been before so long though hold on that's 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 when the choice becomes very important Mm -hmm. because now you're emotionally driven to something mm-hmm. and when you're emotionally driven it sticks a lot harder and give okay so this is this is just all me talking from my own mind not my own experience i have zero experience mm-hmm. this is just me thinking and like i try i used to want to be a psychologist so right. like i have to think about these things in certain ways and so you're you're driven to that point of you make a choice mm-hmm. you're emotionally driven so this is where your strength as a human being, as a person with a, a, a very a very cognitive mind, uh, you have a consciousness. How strong is your consciousness and your will? That that's that's the strength of of being right there. Is your are you going to give in? Give in to the weakness of your addiction, or are you going to press on, move past whatever bullshit just drove you to that point, anyways? And that, that, that's, that's, I think that that's a strength of character right there. Yeah. And that, that, and it's, you're either going to break or you're going to be stronger for it. Well, and, and And that's where it's a choice. It is. And there are people that are stronger and there are people who can't handle that because. Absolutely. So I asked you earlier, do you think I'm an alcoholic? I don't think I'm an alcoholic. Yes. I drink not a lot, but I do drink, but. I do think you turn to it. Yes. A lot. There has been times. And you. And mainly I, since this job I've started and the stress that it's caused. Don't even. Or we are going to fight. <laughs> I think I think you turn to it a lot as uh, a crutch for your feelings. Yes. I think uh, there are. I mean, there are times when it's not like that, but you you don't know where to stop. 
or no, and you don't I do know you don't realize how far you far along you are. So, and I think a lot of people can agree with me on that. I know who you're gonna say. I know you're not gonna say it, but I know who you're talking about. I think I, I think uh, I don't know. I think I, I think there are a lot of people that would agree that uh, sometimes. You, you take you don't realize how drunk you are. First of all, don't say a lot of people because that's upsetting. Because <laughs> I'm sorry. what I was about to say is yes, I agree. There are times when I do fall to alcohol. Not and I don't even say because that makes it sound like I'm I'm an alcoholic and I'm not. You're not no because my life isn't revolved around it. I do know when to stop. I'm responsible still. There are people to me. Alcoholism is. Spending all your money away on oh, alcohol yeah. and forgetting all your responsibilities and forgetting the people around yeah, you. And I'm I not, never and once fall into that. Alco- I'm not saying I'm not you're an that. alcoholic. Yes, there are nights when I don't have the kids and I do drink a little bit too much and my emotions, I've bottled them up and they come out. Yes. But I don't think I am addicted to alcohol like you're making it out. No, that's not what I'm saying at all. Okay, good. That's so not me, what I'm saying at all. I'm, I'm saying you just don't, you don't know your limit with it. Right. Yes and no. Yes and no. And or you don't know when you've reached your limit with it, so therefore, and then you just keep going, and it that it's 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 not exactly like like a prop like an addiction problem. It's it's more a long line of just I don't know knowing, like knowing when to stop. I don't know. Like I said, I will agree somewhat because yes, there are sometimes that I am mm. stressed and I will want to drink mm-hmm. because. That's when it's hard to pick is addiction a disease or a choice because things like alcohol and things like drugs can take away that pain. Yeah. That can numb that. But it's a temporary solution. You also have to have that choice and willingness to be stronger than Yeah. That absolutely. Because absolutely. Yes. In the end, Hold you on. don't need it. No. Yes, I have drank when I have been down. But again, I fight through whatever I'm going through, and I'm still responsible. I still go to my yeah. job. I still yeah. take care of my kids, and I still take care of Absolutely. the house. I haven't fallen under that addiction category. So no. you can make that choice. Even when you are down and stressed No, I'm just max, I'm saying for, those who, make that for those who have been there in, a, in actual addiction. And people want to use life like – you know some of what I've been through. You know how Michael treated me, how I've been raped, how I've been abused, all that. I could use that as an excuse, as most people do. Most people find something that happened to them in their life and be like, well, I'm this way because of this. You don't use it as an excuse. You you, you admit that that's part of what has shaped you into who you yeah. are today. But what I'm saying is that's what people do with addiction is they use something in the past as an excuse as to why they are the way that they are now. So that's what I'm saying is I could have used any of those excuses i've been raped i've been abused i've been torn down like i could be like oh yeah i'm doing this because of this but i don't i've chosen to be better than that so again that is my choice to be better than that which is again what are the comments saying (laughs) okay so amber's lighting up the comments big one um i believe it's a mental thing miranda just my opinion it's loving that feeling and escaping your reality i agree and then you get and then you get sober and you're miserable and want to escape your mental health issues Mm -hmm. not realizing the effects it's having um and that she says me she says me and you know like she's been through her struggles uh I've been through. I I was there for a lot of that, you know. And she says it's triggers as well that you have to dodge. And I get that. I I mean I do agree with that because Derek, again, my brother who's been a drug addict, has admitted 
it he it's that he admits that he can't handle life he can't handle that feeling so he does do this to escape it to numb all that but at the same time you also know what it's like to be sober you know what it's like to not hurt yourself or the people who have supported you years and have poured all of their heart into you it's your choice to not hurt them for that but i think she has a good point of then you're sober and you're miserable uh it's it's learning to find yourself sober it's right. learning to find out who you are sober and i agree with that because you get, you get so wrapped up in who you are uh under the influence uh, under some form so of state. i guess coming from my experiences okay so derek's been sober a few times so there's there's using drugs and then for like a week or two becoming sober and you're miserable you're withdrawing you don't you know there's that kind of sober but then there's sober where so when derek's in prison he does a good job he makes something of himself he yeah he he works his ass off he gets involved with bands he gets involved with speeches he becomes something he makes something of himself so he knows what that good sober is he knows he can achieve something he knows yeah there is positivity out of it when he gets out here, he can make that positivity keep going, but he chooses to go back to that negative. So there is a difference between being sober for a long time and knowing that there is a good effect to it and being sober for so long that you can't handle reality. I don't know. But yeah. 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 Good discussion. It is. Very good. Really good discussion. Uh, much more discussion than, uh, no offense, Tyler, but like... I feel like I feel like we got a lot further in in depth with this conversation. Than oh yeah, it could have with Tyler because Tyler feels very strongly about the subject, and uh, and you know there's nothing wrong with that. No, it's just uh, he has his point of view, and that's nothing's going to change his mind. Who knows mind if Tyler's in, watching in that subject? Uh, he he listens, especially he will, if he's not. And I'm sure on he'll it. hear this. Uh, I do like debating with Tyler, but Tyler is that person that you're right. No matter how he much he has his his thought and you can't change yeah, it. Yeah, no matter how much he preaches the to form your own opinion. I mean, yeah, I guess he doesn't he doesn't ever like hinder that, but like uh as much as he has that opinion of debate me, like make me change my mind, uh there is none. <laughs> no, and he not very often, but there are times where he makes it seem like he makes you feel as if his choice is more superior than your choice. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's why but, it's hard. That's why we got a lot farther because <laughs> I feel like I feel like he's like that and the things that he's like that with is through his own experience. But again, you have to be a little bit more open because yeah. I just shared an entire experience. Yeah. You have to be Oh shit, we got another comment. Uh I think it comes down to the point where you want help but you don't want to be put in that category. And you don't want to be you don't want to be the one everybody talks about in that manner, so you don't seek help and fall back into it. And as Blaine said, he was there for a lot of my shit and how my family is. Yeah. And I do get that. But what about when you, like, you, you with You hit Derek, that point where you're functioning normally. No, with the help. You don't want to be oh, that person okay. who asks for help. So what about that person, Derek? I gave him that help. I came to him with that help. He didn't have to be that person who's down and asking for help. He knew he had help because I made it aware. That is why I stuck by him for so long and defended him and shut other people away. Well, they away. have to want the help. They have to. Yes. They have to. But he had that help. He didn't have to be like, 
Oh, I'm this. Yeah, this they have person to want it for who, I'm this person who's gonna make your life miserable. That, that's one thing I've always heard is like you have to and want it for true. yourself. And he will say you, that you don't. You can't. You. I mean, as bad as this sounds, you can't want it for your kids. You can't want it for your wife and no, your family and those around you. And he will you say that you have to want it for yourself. That's yeah. all I've ever heard. And you know, like I've, I've, I've stuck by that for my own problems right and he will say that he will admit that he's got to want it he's got to ask for himself and i get that but um you know and anymore and i still like anymore he like when when i talked to him that day at my parents he cried i cried we all cried yeah (laughs) like because i do i love him and i still even though he hurt me will always stick by him he's your brother always defend him well even if he's my brother because tanner will not defend him at all yeah in tanner's eyes Fuck you! You've done us wrong. To be fair, Tanner's like that. <laughs> he is. Tanner's just like that. He is. You know, he is. He, he has um, loyalty issues. I think. He does. Uh, but as much as I can kick Derek's ass, I still, you know, I still see the struggle. I still see the problem, and I still feel like, yeah. in the end, well, I don't want to say in the end everybody like that deserves somebody because there are those people who are piece of shit and make it that. Like there are those drug addicts who want to hurt others and i don't think derek intended to hurt others so but but i don't want to say the all drug addicts don't need somebody or do need somebody but there are those crappy ones that are out Mm -hmm. for only to gain stuff for themselves and to take from others derek never meant to hurt anybody derek never meant to take from people so yeah Hey, Patrick Yoki. Welcome to the show. I think we're winding down at this point. Are we? What time is it? 7.12. Yeah, kids will be coming back in. Yeah. No, I, I, again, like I, like I was saying about Tyler, like he, he has great opinions. He has great views. Uh, usually mo, more, more of them than not backed up by his own personal experience. Um but I think on the, on, the, on the subject of addiction, and like like I said a bit ago, like I have no experience with substance abuse, substance addiction. Uh, so the credibility of what I say is just however you want to take it. But I, I feel I feel like I'm I'm on to something with a lot of what I was saying. That's just my personal opinion. <laughs> I almost don't want to admit this, but I will admit it just because of this conversation. There, well, I mean, you know, <coughs> in my experience that, are you listening? Yeah. That medicines, painkillers, shit like that don't work for me, so I usually take double the dose. Yeah. There have been times in the past that I have taken double the dose or triple the dose to feel, not to feel that pain or that high, but to help the pain, but it has caused me to feel that high. So, yes, there have been times that I have been in that I can feel that high presence. Like, I know what they're seeking. I know what they're wanting. But you don't see me seeking after that shit. Yeah. I don't know. I think, to be fair, it's just so hard for you to get there in the first place. (laughs) (laughs) Which is bad because... Be very costly. (laughs) Derek's the same way. Yeah? The amount of drugs that's been in his system would have killed him. So, I guess there you go. But... Mm. I mean, you're, you're both redheads and... You have, like, way higher tolerances than most people. Which fucking sucks. Yeah, it does. <laughs> because when you're in pain, it sucks. But, uh, but no, um, but I have been in that state where I felt that high, and 
It does feel good. It, I, yep. it does. But coming off of it does not feel good. I never really had a withdrawal. But when you're coming off of something, like this with alcohol, you're coming out of a hangover. So I guess I just have a stronger, like, I don't want that feeling. Like, I don't know. Yeah. So Mike, or Amber says, in my situation, I have Mike as the help and my crutch. But once you struggle in that situation, it's so hard to get out. My personal experience is that my mental health is just crazy and I just can't escape it. I've reached I've reached for help only to have people in my life do me for taking the meds, uh, do me for taking the meds and throwing my illness in my face just to say I'm crazy. Dog me. Yeah, she has. You and know, I get that. And, that. and that's sad because there are people in our situation that don't have that support like people like Derek had. Mm-hmm. There are those people that <clears throat> and it, are looked at as she says, Crazy y'all people. are the best. Way to touch on a, on such a sticky topic and discuss it so gracefully. Thank, Thank you. you. Uh, no, so I, we I, do. We she's, do a good job. She's right, though, in her personal experience. I mean, I haven't been there for all of it, but I have I have been the one on the outside, uh, people talking about her. Yeah. Uh, she's probably just now finding this out of it. No, like, I've been on both sides where I'm like, where uh, the, it was just so back and forth with that family. It, it was, it, it, in that family, it was like who's targeting who, at, right. like what day of the week, or depending on the day of the week, we were targeting a different person. And like I was always the person, like I don't see it. And then like they'd talk to me enough, or I'd be like, and then I'd start seeing little things. I'm like, okay, yeah. And like it, it was either her or her mom or her dad, or, or it was it was just the flavor of the fucking week, right? With uh, and it's just the drama was just so insane. Um, and I, I was always the one, like, it was it was the weirdest thing. I mean, that's just who I am. But, like, if you're talking to me, like, I'm going to talk to you. Like, you're like you're my best friend right. for the most part. So, like, no matter how much shit someone would talk to me about her, I, I would, and I, I would, like, be like, yeah, she's fucking shitty right now. <laughs> like, she's being, she's being super shitty. Fuck her. And then, like, and then she, and then she'd nice come, she'd, no, and then she'd come hang out with me. And, like, I, like, that, that mentality would completely drop just without me even thinking about it. This isn't a thing to like slam her, but drug addicts can make that like that. I'm not saying she was mo- manipulative. Yeah. But they, Derek, Derek, to be fair, her, Amber, <laughs> her entire family is super manipulative. Okay, drug addicts <laughs> and specifically Derek would be that way. They, so they have a good way at making, cause I've been there where people are like, yeah, you, you hear this and you're like, yeah, fuck them. And then they're in your presence. And you're like, Oh no, they are very good at making them feel like they're the victim. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that was her case, but what I was going to say before that is I'm only speaking from my experience. I, you know, it sounds like her experience. She didn't have very many people supporting her, very many positivity. No. So it would, so there are people who it wears on you. It does. And there are people who, yeah, like I said, I'm only speaking from my, my experience. Derek being the drug addict had that positivity, that support so the only reason it hurts me as much is because he had that. Now, I'm sure there are people out there like her who didn't have that, who were seeking that, who maybe that's all they needed was positivity, that that support, someone helping them get through that to make it much better. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm, I'm just speaking from my experience. Yeah. So everyone's is different, and I'm not going to judge anybody based on, unless you were a piece of shit, out to hurt people specifically. <laughs> but she doesn't seem like that type. No. She's- so... She's you know, a good person. But that, that's just based on mine. So, again, that's why I feel a little different on that yeah. because 
I was one supporting a drug addict, and I got hurt. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I, I just talked a bunch of shit about the family, but I think <laughs> uh, despite all of that, I think out of all of them that I that I knew, um, only one person was like I think a shitty person at their core, yeah. and that's just my opinion. I might be wrong about that. Uh, Amber probably knows who I'm talking about, but out of all of them, I think they were all just caught up in the drama and their and each other's drama and that just molded and it's so them. easy for people to do oh that. yeah and it, it just molded them no matter how good one person was i mean they're all good people yeah. save for this one person in my opinion but yeah anyway so yeah that's that's our talk on addiction <laughs> it's it it's crazy I, it was a good discussion i'm glad we had it um might as well just go ahead and call it uh, thank you for listening and those of wa- that are watching and have been watching, thank you for watching and participating in the chat. Uh, if, if for any future watchers or listeners, always participate in the chat. It's yes. so much fun. We always read the comments and uh, engage with you as much as we can as long as it's possible for us, you know. Yes. Um, so definitely tune in every Tuesday. We're live. And uh, we, we, we talk to you. We talk to each other and we talk to you. So, um She says, yes, spot on, Miranda, which is why I'm so happy you guys are talking about it. Yep. Uh, I'm glad to. So, again, thank you for watching. Thank you for talking. And thank you for listening. This is Podcast Free, episode 101. I've been Dick. Miranda. And please make every day a big dick day. Love you, too. Is that what it says? Yes, I love you, guys. I think I can read. I saw the hearts and I saw love. (laughs) Bye, guys. Bye. Big Dick Day! Gonna be a Big Dick Day!